I, I, yes, that's correct. Some people are being envious of us, Jeff. That not, that, that's all we got to do is try to keep up with the day of the week. Well, if they live long enough, they'll understand. You know, if they retire. <laughs> I, hope, I hope they do. Yeah, I hope they do, not too. Not bad, not bad. Jeff, lots have taken place in the last little bit. Let's start first with Dean Hayes, passing of Dean. Hey, Jeff, it is just utterly unbelievable for a man to coach 57 years and win 55 conference championships. Now, given – he coached two or three teams in the last what twenty years, so he's got. But still, you got to win those championships, and they, they don't come easy. My gosh, An international uh, celebrity, really. I'd say universally respected. Um, I know one year we were we were watching the Olympics, and and uh, uh, Dean was, I think he had already coached in the Olympics, and uh, and. I told my wife, I said, that's Dean Hayes on the sideline. And he was there as a consultant. Somebody had asked him to sure. you know, come by. And he wasn't announced as a coach or anything. He just was just so well-respected, really internationally. Um, and I've always called him a, 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 just a Murfreesboro treasure. Um, and I, I was really concentrating. And we say these things maybe – Sometimes a little bit too easy, maybe, you know, and the person has passed away or whatever. It's not that you don't mean these things, but I certainly mean this. I don't know that I ever met a finer, finer person. I mean, he's just a just good husband, good father, good neighbor, good coach, good employee of the university, blue through and through, good sense of humor just a good guy you're right you know as, as people pass on we we tend to hit the high spots right and, and and if you can't say anything good don't say anything at all and more times we, we can find something good to say and and, and that instead uh, my comment was going to be i've never heard anyone say anything bad about dean hayes at all you know i hadn't either I, no one has ever said to me you know i don't like a dean hayes i don't i don't care for him i've never heard anybody no say that at all uh he was just respected by as far as i know by everyone Eight nine three fourteen fifty. We'd like to get a call or two on people that know Dean Hayes that might want to speak to that a little bit. Uh, that said, Jeff, tomorrow we're going to devote the program, the all sports program tomorrow, with Dean Hayes. We have two or three special guests on. One for sure, Jim Simpson, who knew Dean as well as anyone, I guess. And uh, I've got a couple other people I think that will line up to get on the air to talk about that. Uh, my my thought would be, and nobody will ever know the answer to this. How many coaches have gone through Middle Tennessee State <laughs> University since 1965? <laughs> Dean Hayes has not been one of them. He's, you know, 50, no 57 years. Yeah. He's seen them come and go. Let's just talk about athletic directors. How many ADs has he worked for? Yeah. I think he came here. He 65. He was out of, out of college one year, something like that? I, I, I don't know. 65 is when he started here. It was, was Bubba Murphy the AD in 65? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I suppose. Okay. We could run it up to run it up the tree, but the number has gone through. It's unbelievable. His door just keeps Dean Hayes on there. They don't have to worry about changing that out. And the football door, the basketball door, the baseball door, the on and on and on door have have changed multiple times. What's abnormal about it is is him. Yeah, it, it, that, that's what's not not normal. Uh, the 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 changes that you're talking about are completely normal. You know, you have football coach, you know, every few years, and AD every few years, and sure. this coach and that coach, and most trying to climb a ladder that Dean right. Hayes never chose chose to climb, right? Because right? he could have done it. Yes. Oh, yeah, he could have, and that's a really good question. I, uh, his his wife Jan is is a good friend of mine, but a, a better friend of of my wife, and um, I'm on, I'm going to ask her that why he never left, because he he could have he could have certainly. We've got a caller on the line. Let's get to that right now. Welcome in. I was going to tell you, Jeff. Well, know. go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, I, just, I just wanted to ask. They were talking about last night. There was a show last night. Jim. Citizen Chip Ron was talking about different members of Dean Hayes. And I, I didn't know this guy. You might already know this guy. But they said one time, of course, he won so many Thomas championships. Of course, he won the coach. I don't know if y'all knew this. He won a coach of the year. You know, like football, basketball. They get back coach of the year every year for conferences and stuff. You know? Sure. We, he, we won coach of the year in track and field 33 times. Did you know that? <laughs> I knew the bunch. Times, I didn't know that number. 33 times in 57 years. 
That story at all, but uh, that, that's what that's what that's what one of them said. I gave Mr. Simpson, Mr. Walt, one of them said last night. Yeah, he, he was he, done that. And then I asked him one time, one of the last times I've seen him on campus, I, asked him, I, I said, Coach Hayes, what do you do with all them championship rings you got? You probably got a whole collection of them. You know, you want 50 championships. He, he said, Oh, he said, Oh, I get watches now for, for winning these you know, watches. I said, What do you do with all them? So, so, so I said, What do you do with all them watches? He said, Well, he said, he said, I just get, I just give them out to my friends. He said. I got so many of them. I guess that's right. right. Jeff, let me ask you this question and I'll let you go. Uh, who's the best boys basketball team in Rutherford County? Stadium named after Dean Hayes. Jeff, I gotta wonder. When Murphy Center was built, it's got an indoor track where most places don't have that. Was that a tribute to Dean Hayes even that, that early? He'd only been coaching six, six, six or seven years. I will say this: I think that indoor track has stayed there only because of Dean Hayes, because that that space could be used in a lot of different ways besides an indoor track. We'll have to see if that <laughs> that comes to pass. That when Coach Hayes finally moved on that uh, they, they may use that space some other way. You know, I, I, I think I said this on, on this show a, a number of years ago. I don't really recall, but he uh, – I was invited, as I guess maybe everybody on the county commission was. I don't really know, but to the Special Olympics, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were held at Dean Hayes Stadium, and so I, I was invited, so I go. And uh, I had nothing to do. I just went, you know. And I'm standing there, and the kids are running, and these are special education children. Oh, what a, what a day that is. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, you just, everywhere you turn, it's some kind of story that just warms your heart. But anyway, he's standing there, and I think he's talking to uh, to Jim Simpson, but there may there's somebody else was there. I don't remember who it was. And I, I said, Dean, th- th- this is really a good place for, for, the, for this event. And he said, Jeff, he said, this is the only place yeah. for this event. Yeah. And I thought, well, that pretty much says it all. So, I mean, and he wasn't running it. You know, he was just there. And it was his stadium, of course. And he was he was interested. So, I, I, he just really, that's an amazing, amazing guy, really. Well, as I say, tomorrow we'll devote the entire show. We're not going to do that Good. today unless people keep calling. Take, if we get phone calls, we'll continue to talk that. That'd be fine. But there are other things that we'll try to get to after this break on All Sports Talk. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
You don't have hot dogs or apple pie or no Chevrolet to drive, but we have some hickory smoke wings you're just dying to try. You'll try them, you'll like them, you'll give some to a friend. So on a dare, just stop on by and bring in a friend. Slick Pig Barbecue, 1920 East Main. like everyone's keeping it local these days. Why not keep your finances local too? First Bank offers Middle Tennesseans a full array of financial products and services, just like the big guys, with better benefits. When local people help local people, the entire community wins. Let us turn your financial needs into financial solutions. Visit any of our convenient locations or find us online at firstbankonline.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Hello there, this is Lenny Farmer once again for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Moms and dads, I have something you need to know about your kids. They won't bring up the issue of funeral plans because they feel it will make you uncomfortable and consider it your business. Although they might hope you would take care of these sensitive issues on their behalf, they'll leave that up to you. So, what do you say? Can we talk? Call me at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff George across the table brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Collin Financial Services, Edward Jones. You got your Raider shirt on, Jeff. I, I attended both games. For the Lady Raiders that were postponed from Thursday, Saturday to Friday, Sunday. Uh, a, I like basketball. B, I think the Lady Raider team is good. And three, I just want to get out of the house. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. uh, uh, and it was entertaining both times. Jeff, Thursday, Friday night, Rice jumped out thirteen to two. The two teams that had played for conference championships three straight years, Rice and Middle Tennessee. From there on, Jeff, from the rest of the weekend, Middle just dominated Rice and then North North Texas in, in ways that uh, I was hoping that I would see this season. Boy, it sure came together this weekend. They uh, – uh, and, and I didn't see either game, and that's very unusual because I think I've seen them every time they run home up, up to this. Um, but, we'll, we'll give you a weather pass. Okay. I appreciate that. I did have a family outing on one of them I couldn't go. But anyway – uh, I, I, it looks like that they are doing exactly what they normally do, and that is showing remarkable improvement right after the Christmas holidays. That that applies to them, by the way, and to other teams as well. But uh, it it looks like it, Coach Insel's got his uh, um, his lineup like he wants it, and his substitution patterns, and and going to play eight or nine people, and look like he's ready to go. When you have a team as young as he does, uh, starts two freshmen, uh, third one comes off the bench, uh, Ksenia Malaska, uh, transfer from VCU, uh, new player to the team. Uh, the six-six Russian center is new to the team, obviously, Jeff. It just makes sense. It was going to take some time, and still will take some time. I'm sure Rick is not going to tell me real quickly. They're not there yet. But uh, they showed some great flashes for sure. Malaska – just does a tremendous job. When she posts up somebody inside, Jeff, for two straight games, nobody could stop her. Now, the, the problem, and Coach Ensel will sure echo this as well, her problem is making silly fouls. She spends too much time sitting on the pine because she was in foul trouble both games a little bit. And many of those fouls were kind of silly. But uh, Courtney Blakely, Blakely, Jeff, has is, is, is come on in the last – few games she is she is a dynamic player uh fast as lightning and great body control and she hits some circus shots that and that, that i don't think we're a mistake that they went in there's a really a big upside to to every player on the floor 
Sure. I, I think that. I, I mean, obviously a senior, even a junior, may have gotten, you know, 90% of their improvement done. I, I think these players are uh, – I think they've got a lot – of, of upside. Well, I left out the the, the the glues to the team, Whittington and and uh, Blake uh, Wh- Courtney from Kingsport, Whitson, Whitson, and then Dorsar, a transfer from Maine, is just cold blooded, Jeff. She <laughs> she is just cold blooded. She came down yesterday. Uh, middle was up twenty, so it didn't really make a lot of difference what she did or did not. Got out on a break, had a layup if she wanted it, stopped at the three point line, and nailed it. <laughs> and the look on her face was like, "I can do this, boy. This was this was really good." Wait, wasn't Whitson the state tournament MVP? Uh, maybe uh, the little gal from Macon County certainly has been for sure. I'm 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 forgetting. Maybe Rick will. Maybe Rick is listening. He can tell us on his show. Well. Uh, I know one thing, that girl can play. There's some, I know there's that. Some, some, some good parts to it. And, and Jeff, if Middle Tennessee shoots the ball from three-point line 40% or better as they did yesterday, they're just going to be hard to beat. And on the other flip side, they held a very good North Texas team to 17 points second half yesterday. So defensively, they got some, some weapons as well. Uh, great pressure. Again, Blakely uh, does a tremendous job putting pressure on the ball out front, which, as you know, if you can get that done, you can get the point guard a little bit out of whack. It turns the whole offense to a different direction. Right. If you can, if you can get her uh, thinking, I better not lose this basketball. You know, sure. I better not throw it away. Uh, uh, and that's what she's concentrating on. Maybe you can you can really slow down an offense. You certainly can. Well, they are three and one in the conference. They go on the road to Florida next weekend. Uh, and we'll see how that goes. The guys, on the other hand, Jeff, two tough losses on the road. It, it, you know, in, in lots of ways, if they, if they didn't have bad luck, they wouldn't have no luck at all. A basketball team started 9-3 and three and had conference play at home to start, which is exactly what they needed Yeah. to kind of get off the ground in, in good shape because we know how tough it is to go on the road and win. Those two games get wiped out because of COVID. They don't get to practice for several days because of COVID. Now we go on the road – and lose single digits both games, Jeff. Nice accountability, but I think you're like me. It, it, we're tired of close but no, no cigar. But this basketball team, I thought, was prepared to do some better. And, frankly, if they could have played those two home games, I'm not sure if this, some of the result on the road this past weekend might have been a little bit different. They might have, of course, competed in both of them. Uh, you don't know. Um, you'd like to think they won them both. Maybe yes, maybe no. We don't know. Well, but certainly for, for right now, we got to say more maybe no than maybe yes. But until they're seen otherwise, but who knows? Well, if they if they split them, sure, and had those eight quarters to continue to work on their chemistry and everything, I I believe we would have been a little bit further down the road, and and it may happen yet because we've got to we've got to play those games at some point. Sure, I mean that they'll be rescheduled. Uh, it was unfortunate that we lost those two on the road, but we did compete in both both games and had some success in both games. Middle Tennessee women are three and one. Jeff, we know that's not going to win a conference championship quite yet, and the guys are zero and two. They, that doesn't mean they're going to be in the cellar all season long either. There's a long conference season to go. Uh, I, I'm still optimistic. Uh, I, I, as I say, I thought they competed very well against two very good teams on the road. Uh, but came back 0-2, which is not what they want to do. They play Thursday and Saturday this weekend, and, and I hope the fans will get out and show their teams some support because I think they got some grit to them. Well, as I said, I think two weeks ago, if, if, if you go to the game, I don't believe – well, obviously, if they win, you're going to really like them. But I believe you will see some good basketball. I think you'll be excited about them, and I think you'll enjoy the game. There is no coaches' shows tonight because of the national championship game. They learned that about three years ago or four years ago, that nobody shows up on Monday night on championship night because people are hunkered down getting ready for football, eating wings and doing other dastardly deeds, I guess, <laughs> while we sit here and talk uh, on the radio. Jeff, let's take a break. Chip Walters will bring in the Blue Raider Insider Report, and my guess is he'll have something to say about Dean Hayes as well. We'll be right back. It's 
If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Brew, here's what you've been missing. I tip my cap to you, sir. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. Speaking of tipping our cat, tip our cap to her. The Wake Up (laughs) Brew. (laughs) Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. Looks pretty good right now coming down 24 back in to Rutherford County out of Davidson County. Just crowded out here in the normal spots up and down 41 between Laverne and Smyrna. Visit PensacolaBeach.com. Plan out your next trip. Check it out at PensacolaBeach.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real-time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417, and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even cost less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417, and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Parks Auction, we handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance, 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and we continue to get reaction literally from around the world following the passing of Dean Hayes, Middle Tennessee's legendary track coach of 57 years and pioneer. He passed away on Friday at the age of 84. He was peaceful with his family by his side, and his death took place at St. Thomas Hospital on Friday afternoon. Last night on the Mr. Murfreesboro Show, Jim Simpson and I joined uh, Bill Wilson and Michael Lynn White, and we had lots of reaction from uh, people, uh, whether they just uh, replied with comments or phone calls. We also did receive uh, a phone call from Aaron, uh, which was Coach Hayes' youngest daughter, and she indicated there will be a private funeral for the family only, but there are plans underway for a celebration of life that will be open to the public. The date and time of that celebration of life is yet to be determined, but look for it to come sometime in June following the NCAA uh, Outdoor Championships, because there are folks from the track world that uh, will want to be here for that celebration of life. And of course, it will take place at the Dean Hayes Track and Soccer Stadium on the MTSU campus. The uh, the very impressive biography and uh, wonderful obituary of a great man is uh, on GoBlueRaiders.com. Of course, some of the highlights, 55 different conference championships in his 57 years. And in so many different halls of fame, uh, 125 All-American honors for 85 different individuals, um, also national champions and more, all about Dean Hayes on uh, GoBlueRaiders.com. Uh, 
All right, let's turn to women's basketball. The Lady Raiders completed the weekend sweep of the Texas schools on Sunday, dominating North Texas defensively down the stretch in the Murphy Center to win 80-52 to for their sixth straight home win to open the season. Dorsar led all scores with 23 points. Courtney Blakely scored 18 of Middle's 33 points off the bench as both Lady Raider point guards dished out for assists. Also, Middle Tennessee women's basketball redshirt junior forward Ksenia Malashka was named Conference USA Player of the Week. After playing a critical role in the Lady Raiders' weekend sweep of Rice in North Texas, Malashka became the first Blue Raider to be recognized as Conference USA Women's Basketball Player of the Week this season. On the men's side, Middle Tennessee was so close, but uh, could not pull off a win at either Rice nor at uh, North Texas. Both single-digit losses. The Mean Green picked very high in the Western Division. The Raiders were right in this thing till the end, where North Texas hit their free throws and won by a score of 70-63. to Josh Jefferson led the Blue Raiders with 19 points on Saturday as uh, North Texas shot 58.8% uh, on 10 of 17 from behind the three-point line. And uh, Coach Nick McDevitt, uh, said disappointed with the loss, but very proud of the effort in both games. Uh, Middle Tennessee will be at home this week to take on FAU on Thursday night and will face FIU on Saturday night. Some of the crazy stuff that went on this weekend, Rice not only knocked off Middle on Thursday night, they came back on Saturday and beat uh, first place UAB. So, And UAB had just beaten uh, had just beaten North Texas on Thursday night. So a lot of craziness on that swing. Also, FAU, who had not been playing very well, they uh, knocked off Marshall over the weekend. So you better be ready for the Owls coming in here on Thursday night. All right, that's it for this Monday afternoon. We'll have more as the week continues right here. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence and service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk on this fine Monday. Jeff uh, Jordan was just commenting about uh, the Rockvale Eagle game. A lot made about that, Jeff, that uh, what it's been 50 years or so since those high schools had played. Uh, Rockvale High School. Of old, went away in 1972. Am I right? Is that right. the right date on that? Right. So, uh, picked up their school last uh, three years ago, I guess, and, and played uh, what turned out to be a kind of a uh, symbolic game. And you mentioned uh, a couple guys that uh, you and I coached with or against that uh, made their appearance out there. Right. It was uh, old home week. I, I went uh, I went there grades five through eight. Um, and, uh, and, of course, I'm so uh, – if you if you went to Rockvale, <laughs> you knew a lot of people that were in school. You knew everybody, really. Sure, sure. Uh, but it it was um, a fun night at at Rockvale. Beautiful gymnasium, of course. It looked like the crowd was about oh I don't know eighty five percent full, maybe maybe a little more. Um, lots of people there from both communities, and the uh, basketball games were good. Rockvale won the girls barely, um, won the boys a little easier, not by a lot though. Um, and, and as you mentioned, uh, uh, I, gosh, I just, I can't even name all the people that I saw that many of them I hadn't seen in years, um, still living in Rockvale or, or Eagleville. 
Um, I do have some connection with the community. My grandchildren went to uh, to Rockville Elementary and Eagleville High School, so I knew you know I knew some people from that. But um, um, the past principal and past coach Buddy Pate was there, uh, and and um, Palmer Jones was was there along with his wife, who we were both sixty eight graduates. Palmer, of course, fine basketball player there. Um, it was just a fun night. You know, it was and meaningful. I don't know if they'll ever play again or not. They're not on the same level of basketball, of course, with Eagleville much smaller um, as far as enrollment's concerned. So they're not in the same district or even and probably never will be. Uh, so, But you can play for the, I guess, in the future for the reason they played Saturday. Sure. Which, which as far as I was concerned, since I wasn't coaching, <laughs> was just for fun. Let's just get together. Somebody will win, somebody will lose, and we'll – you know, okay, but um, in this case, Rockville won them both. If any one A school can compete against a four A school, Eagle typically can do that. As you, but as you mentioned, there is a pretty wide gap. Now that we're in four classifications, if you're one A, Jeff, you're a small school. I yes. mean, you're the smallest one hundred schools. I guess I, I'd say it breaks down something like a hundred schools per classification. I would think. And Rockville, I think, is the biggest school in Rutherford County now, isn't it? I can't answer that one, but if it's, it's not, it's, it's amongst close. them. Yeah, yeah, it's right. It's over nineteen hundred, um, and the, I do not know about the, the Eagleville boys, and I apologize for that. But, I mean, they they played hard, they hustled, they were in the game for a long time. Um, the girls, Eagleville girls, if I'm not mistaken, they didn't start any seniors or juniors. Now that's. That's pretty impressive right there, well, isn't it? As long as they stay out of the portal and don't lose any players, they'll be okay, won't they? <laughs> I would think so. I mean, they were they were plenty good. Uh, and I was I was impressed by the play and coaching and by everyone, really. Jeff, uh, Neil mentioned uh, that Blackman, Oakland, probably the two top boys teams in the county. I, I can't say that I have seen enough of it to, to agree or disagree, but I know we've got a, Barry Wartman's going to have a good ball club every year at Blackman. And, and uh, the young man that just came over, Dyron, uh, I can't call his last name, new coach at Oakland, was, was at Birdwell, yes, it, it was at Siegel, has done a good job there as well. Uh, but I'm not sure that middle that uh, Rutherford County right now has a state championship caliber basketball team to, to go state tournament. I, we'll just have to see. Well, I, you know, it's, we're talking to others about that very thing today, and I, and, uh, I, I don't think – Oh, I hate to – you just can't really speculate. But I don't believe sure. we've got a team, girls or boys, that will be at Murphy Center. Now, maybe we do. Uh, if we do, I would give the Blackman girls the best chance. I mean, after all, they won 32 in a row. Sure. Uh, and they won it last year. Um, but when you – of course, they – you know, coach's worst nightmare is graduation and uh, sometimes. And that was that was true at Blackman, I think. And when you look when you look down the road and you and, and and you see teams like not necessarily them but you see teams like Lawrenceburg, Bradley Central, Cleveland, and you know what's waiting for you should you get you well, know, let's just go Coffee and, County and Warren County both are really good this year. Yes, Cookville they are got an outstanding ball club. Those are schools that typically Oakland used to uh, Oakland used to play that before Blackman was in existence. But th- those schools, White County, very good basketball team. These are schools that uh, were in districts once upon a time with our Rutherford County schools. That's right. And and you, th- you think, well, you can win your district, and, and I think the Blackman girls will win the district uh, and probably and overall record and probably the tournament. I don't know that, but I think they will. But after, after that, the going gets going to get a whole lot tougher when you get out of your own district. Uh, I, you know, I'm just, I'm just guessing. The boys, uh, you know, in the years past, if you, if you just – you just kind of pick Blackman, sure, and, and you really couldn't go wrong. Even though Riverdale and Oakland both single one year, or two years, really good team. Um, when I saw Oakland play this year, and they uh, and they lost uh, to Beach, but boy, you could you could really see that I could. I thought I could that the, the football players who had just gotten back at that point. Had, didn't have just a few days' practice under the belt. And you, and you can see what Oakland already had on the floor. They look like a team that is going to really improve in the next six weeks. And uh, I think they're doing that. We made this parallel many times. Barry Wartman 
and Randy King at Oakland at one point in time. You mentioned you can put Blackman toward the top of the list every year. As long as Barry's there, I think that'll be true. And certainly for 20-some-odd years straight, Oakland was right there at, at amongst the top. If they weren't number one, they were number two or surely beating on people along the way. Uh, so uh, we'll just have to see how that, all that pans out. Now, I, I will ask the, the question that somebody's got to burn out. I say, wait a minute, the team's won 32 games in a row. They're 12-0 this season, Blackman girls I'm speaking of. How can you say you're not sure that they could be in the state tournament? It strikes me that they – have an awful good chance and you you went through the reasons why <laughs> yeah There's really good teams out in the mid-state right now right and and you it's just well as you and i both can attest it's hard to get the state tournament it I is mean, i mean you better be a lot of things including good and lucky and avoid a lot of the pitfalls and of course today we've got more pitfalls than we've ever had you know with COVID out there yes uh and I uh, if, if I think the Blackman girls have got the best chance to to of any of our local teams to be in the state tournament, but uh, I would say also I got to throw this out there that if ignoring the Rockvale girls would be a bad mistake, mm-hmm. you better not do it, and you better be ready to run now because they're going to run. So you better be in shape. Middle Tennessee Christian girls have a good basketball club. Uh, Providence Christian, a runner-up in the state cha- championship last year, won a state tournament two or three years ago. Uh, both those clubs pretty good. Uh, Middle Tennessee Christian probably the better of the two this year. Uh, they, I think they won by 10 or better when they played each other back in G- early January. It's hard to predict on in that, isn't it? It really is because those schools are so spread out across the state. It's, they do play a statewide yeah. schedule almost. Uh, so it's really difficult to, to chart those waters for sure. But uh, uh, Christian school, school girls uh, have had good years in the past, and it looks like they've got another one, good one going on right now. Yeah, I, w- I would certainly agree with that. Uh, and they've got some other things going for them. Uh, um, but you're right, the, the distance that they have to travel to find games of people on their level is difficult. There's not that many, and you got you got to travel a long way. However... They've done a really good job of competition and, and being able to compete with pretty much anybody. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty enthusiastic about them. They've also got great facilities and good support. So that helps the Cougars. Uh, go back and we'll take a break after this. I, I, I can't think about Blackman High School girls basketball now where Jennifer Grandstaff is coaching for her second year after spending many years at Oakland. I just find it so ironic that she's coaching at a place where she had probably had her toughest loss was a double overtime loss in what uh, 2015 or so uh, against Blackman. Uh, it's just ironic that now she's leading that basketball club and got her first state championship. Never got one at Oakland, not quite. She was, I mean, we're talking about a ball rolling left to right. Oakland would have won that basketball game and been a state champion. Well, and she was there another time, uh, also in the finals and and uh, and, and lost a close game. Um, it um, it is ironic. It, I ha- I have to agree with you 100. percent I mean, she was I, I figured out of coaching. Um, she said she was. She said she was. And uh, and but and was going to teach. And she told me. She said, "I'm going to teach two more years, and uh, and I'm and then I'm intend to retire." That was, was kind of her plans. And uh, I said a lot of other things to her, you know, whatever. And uh, well, in the next year, but then. Well, you know that itch that comes, you know, and and evidently it was bothering her. Well, and you know, she had an opportunity to go right across the right down the road, and inherit a pretty good team, and she couldn't turn it down and didn't turn it down <laughs> with a good feeder system, by the way. When I heard that uh, she was retiring a couple of years back, I made a beeline to Oakland, went in to speak with Jennifer, and just congratulate her on a great record as a basketball coach and. Jeff, it was clear in my mind when I left there that she still had that thing going on. It was just it was almost like I've got to take a break. I think I'll take it forever. You get yep. away from her for a year, it's hard to go back. And my guess is, Jeff, if the opportunity had not been in her backyard at a really good program, she probably wouldn't be there. Oh, I don't think that she was going to go anywhere. I, I, I agree with that. I, I think I think she it, the fact that it was Blackman 
was was that was okay. And I'm not saying she wouldn't have taken another job, maybe somewhere else in the county or whatever. I don't know. I, you know, I haven't asked her any of that. It, uh, but she wasn't going to go to Chattanooga or Knoxville or somewhere and coach. I don't think. Do you? Oh no, no. I don't no. think she's going to leave Murfreesboro. She she's almost like a hometown girl. She's been here forever. Grew up in Ohio, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Along with Missy Blizzard, her longtime assistant coach, we talk about Randy King and, and Gary Johnson, how they were joined at the hip, so to speak. Missy was the same way. And both those young ladies, uh, Missy's from Mississippi, I should say, both out of state and both outstanding players in their state. I think they were all state players, both of them. I, I don't know about Missy. I know I saw her the other night. She's one of my all-time favorite all-time people. All-time favorite I people, just, for sure. Boy, you talk about a person that contributes so much. Missy Blizzard is is it, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but uh, uh, I know I know that Jennifer, and she won't talk about it, but I know she was leading scorer in Ohio one year and held a one-game, single-game record for points one year and then coached Moore County, right? Yes. And, uh, uh, and did very well there and then took the Oakland job, and it's been so long ago I've forgotten now <laughs> when it was. But anyway – the fact that she that she went to Blackwood, and I don't know how, how you felt about it. I can still see it, uh, and I wasn't rooting. I was broadcasting. So uh, it was Blackman and it was Oakland, so there was no way for WGNS to lose. That's correct. And, uh, and Brian and I were there, and she had a lead, and uh, uh, I think maybe, maybe two points, I guess, maybe. And um, Blackman came down, and, and they had time. They had, they had some time. But that girl just pulled up and she shot that three and I thought, top of the key. I thought, man, I see, I see it right now, Jeff. I can too, and I thought that's a dumb shot. She could have gotten a whole lot better shot than that. She just waited a while, but it went in, <laughs> and and the game was over. So, you know, but now uh, Jennifer has her, you know, state championship. Still so, doesn't take that pain away from that game, though. I'm sure. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Um, but I, I just, I, you know, we haven't said anything really much about her. She, she is a, she's one of the most competitive people, I believe. I was I, thinking, I was going to ask you the question. How would you like to have, have her guarding you in oh, high school? No, thank you. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to play poker with her or anything else. <laughs> she intends, when the, when the game starts, she intends to win. And um, most of the time she does. Most of the time she does. That's right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about the national championship game. I'm going to get Jeff's. Prediction, I know he's got thousands of dollars riding on this game. <laughs> right after this on All Sports Talk. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Brew, here's what you've been missing. But it's not like falling off Mount Everest or something. <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Brew with John, Brian, and Dalton. <laughs> the guy's still falling. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. Good afternoon. It looks pretty good right now coming down 24 back in to Rutherford County out of Davidson County. Just crowded out here. The normal spots up and down 41 between Laverne and Smyrna. Visit PensacolaBeach.com. Plan out your next trip. Check it out at PensacolaBeach.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. You can order Murfreesboro's favorite pizza online. SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. As always, First Bank Bank brings you our final portion of All Sports Talk. First Bank with offices across the state of Tennessee, located head offices in Tennessee as well, right here in Murfreesboro. First Bank, give them a shot. Uh, Jeff, uh, national championship game tonight, Alabama and Georgia. And you and I, you asked me when I came in, what was the line? I said the last line I saw was one and a half Georgia. Looked it up, it's two and a half Georgia right now. And you made the comment that when's the last time you could get points in and Alabama, and it's got to be a while. 
Yeah, I would think so. I, 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 and I don't remember the last the last time they played. I don't remember what it was, but I believe that Alabama was the favorite in that ball game. But I don't remember. I could be wrong about that. Uh, being in Georgia, in Atlanta, maybe. Uh, I'm I'm pretty confident that the Georgia had the line on that game for sure. Uh, coming in undefeated, Alabama had already been hmm. beaten. When you got one time, yeah. When, when you've got two powerful teams, powerful programs. Clearly, elite football teams. It, it should be a good game tonight. I, I I don't I don't know whether it will be or not. I uh, you and I you 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 made the comment that um, that until Alabama loses, it's kind of like the championship of the world in boxing. You know, until the guy loses, you're going to go with him. You know, yeah. and, and you're going to go with Alabama until. Somebody says different. I'm not an Alabama and, fan at all, and I'm not saying I want them to win. I, I really don't have a dog in the hunt, so to speak. Uh, but uh, I find it very difficult right now to bet against Alabama. We, we shall see. Georgia tries desperately to have to get that monkey off their back. Yes, and that may be part of the problem. You Could know, be. I, I I don't know that. Um, I uh, and, and you were joking, obviously. I better make sure the audience knows you were joking. I have bet no money on this game, <laughs> <laughs> nor nor will I, and haven't bet on college football in years, and not going to start tonight. But uh, I, I don't know what I would do tonight if I were actually going to going to bet. I, if you can get Alabama on two and a half, I guess take it. You know, I, maybe. But if you think Georgia's going to run away with it, then take Georgia. Well. <laughs> Whatever you one think. thing I've learned about the, the betting lines, the, the Vegas lines, so forth, if they don't do this because they like a team or they don't like a team, <laughs> they do it up based upon where the money goes. That's and right now the money says Georgia's going to win the football okay. game. Okay, all right, I and and you don't you don't do that with your heart. You do that with your brain. If you got any sense at all, now, let me let me take that back. National championship game. Would you agree? That probably more money's bet on that game with their heart as opposed to your brain than sure. many others. Absolutely. I mean, Alabama fans couldn't say, "Okay, I can get, no, I can no. get a point and a half, but Georgia's going to win. I'm going to bet, I'm going to Georgia to win by four points." No, not going to happen. Is not it? Not going to happen. No, <laughs> definitely not. I, I don't. I don't know uh, if, if I were actually betting. Well, I would. I, I don't know what I would do. I would just saying you have two choices there, and if you think I, I felt like the first time uh, that Georgia had a better football team than Alabama. I mean, I just thought they did. And I probably said so right here. Well, clearly they didn't. Not, not that night. Not that night. So now I think the same thing. Is that possible? I mean, why would I think that? That makes no sense. Well, let's, can we agree on this? And I think most people would. The best two teams are playing tonight. Yes. Yes. I think that's yes. I think that's correct. Cincinnati and Michigan were really neither one in the football games for very long. Cincinnati hung in a lot longer than Michigan did, surprisingly enough, but uh, I think Alabama had that game by the throat beginning of the second half. Yeah, neither one of them scored a touchdown. I think both of them had two field goals, didn't they? Wasn't that right? Um, yeah, uh, talking about Michigan, Michigan, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I think that's I think that's correct. Uh, the, and, and the Michigan the Michigan coach is rumored to be a hot candidate for Las Vegas. If you well, if guess you what? That? If you want an NFL coaching job, today's the day to, to be in the market yeah. for because there's a bunch of them out there. Lots of folks have gotten fired, and it's a dog-eat-dog world there for sure. That they, Those coaches are going to take their $8 million and run, Jeff. Yeah, I think the Alabama, uh, the uh, Miami, Florida, well, why can't these people wait till after the Super Bowl at least to, to fire people? You know, I, I, who all was it? The, the Vikings coach got fired? Is Vikings that right? coach, Bears coach. Dolphins coach was a surprising move. Uh, I think I that's a bad, bad move Vegas, right there. Vegas' job was an interim to speak of. Uh, and there's two or three more, I'm sure, that are out there. And the Vegas coach won last night. You know, I was – boy, that was exciting. Game. It really was. That it was one of those no... – I meant to go on to bed and was going and, – and, Jeff, there's been very few game, pro football games this year that I've watched with real interest. I just got to have them on. But that game last night, I turned on about ten o'clock, just to see the end of it, and stayed with it till eleven thirty when they finally uh, kicked the field goal to win in overtime. There was all kinds of uh, options there as to what would happen if one team won or the other team won or they tied. There was, there was all kinds of stuff, and the one thing, of course, Pittsburgh didn't want was a tie. I guess I, you know. No, I, you don't guess. You know, you know, because if yeah. they had tied, Pittsburgh was out. Yeah, and. I thought, well, this guy, and of course the announcers 
and I don't know if you if you like um, what's his name Michaels is that his name Al and, and, and and Collinsworth I think they're great I think they do a really good job and they were absolutely at a loss for words they couldn't they didn't know what to say uh, because they really thought that well that guy's going to come back in there and he's going to take a knee and that's let's, gonna, let's paint the picture for fans that don't know if Las Vegas, going into the game we knew that if Las Vegas and uh, Chargers. Chargers, yes. I was trying to say San Diego, and that's not correct. They're now Los Angeles. If they tie, they both make the playoffs. Right. If one wins and one loses, the winner makes the playoffs. The loser does not, and Pittsburgh takes that spot. Right. There were several opportunities, Jeff, for them to just have done the unthinkable, in my mind. We're tied. We're, if, as long as we, I take a knee – Vegas has done that at the end of the game. Yeah, they're in the playoffs. Yeah, they don't care about who else is in the playoffs. They just, but if you kick, try to kick a field goal, you get blocked. The other team goes back and picks it up. They had very every opportunity to say, "We're just going to go ahead and take our knee. Don't try to win the game. It gets us in the playoffs. We're done with it." Boy, if you don't think Pittsburgh fans would have been mad about that, but <laughs> what would you? What would you? Would you have thought seriously about doing that? No, I couldn't. I couldn't either. And, and, and thank goodness. If you you did watch the game, the last part of the game in this overtime, both teams were playing to win. Those those players were hitting each other, knocking each other around, making catches that were unbelievable. They were exhausted. There was too. there were yes, there was no sign yeah. that boys, we got to just it's in the it, the fix is in. We're going to play for a tie. He came down on the third down play. I believe it was third down play, and and he ran the football and uh, and. Uh, I told I told my wife, who of course knows a lot of football because I teach her all the time, and she pays no attention. But anyway, <laughs> and I thought, boy, that's that's a give up play right there. Mm-hmm. And the guy gets seven yards. Only, and I thought, oh, 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 wait a minute now, we're within range now. Sure. And sure enough, they were within range. It turned out to be fairly easy range actually, but it was forty something yards. And anyway, I guess. They ran it to two seconds. That guy stepped right up there and kicked that baby through there and sent him team to the playoffs. All right, uh, I'm taking Alabama tonight. You? I'll, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Georgia. All right, well, we've got a split decision. We'll take uh, somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose. Then so we'll be with you tomorrow. Dean Hayes' uh, tribute to the show will be on tomorrow here on All Sports Talk. Hope you'll join us. Go ahead, Jeff. Single at Oakland tomorrow night, right here on this radio station, six o'clock. All right. See you tomorrow. All Sports Talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ears Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.